Hi everyone, it's Olga Zar from SEO Sly. Welcome to SEO podcast by SEO Sly. My today's guest is Emmanuel Petrescu. Emmanuel, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Hi Olga and hi to everyone who's watching and listening to us. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm very happy to have you here. I've been watching you secretly <laughs> for a long time. So for people who, who don't know you, can you briefly introduce yourself? What do you do? What are you up to in SEO? Thank you so much. I'm very humbled by your affirmation. I'm a big fan of your activity for the past one year or so. And thank the, you. Now the podcast and everything that it's on top of just the podcast, the websites, the uh, social media posts <laughs> and all that is of information. And I always go there and always discover something new. So thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you for, for saying that. My name is Emmanuel Petrescu. I'm an SEO search engine optimization consultant specialist, but I like to call myself student of the craft. It's not an art. It's not a job. It's a craft. That's the way I see it. And I've been involved in digital media more or less for at least the past 10 years or so. I won't say exactly how many years because it will uh, let people know how old I am. Specifically, uh -huh. I've been focusing for the past three to four years exclusively on SEO and mostly on SEO audits, small to size businesses, but also enterprise websites and many others. So if you are into SEO audits, and I am too, we'll definitely have to have some discussion about that in, in that podcast in, in just a moment. And where are you based? I currently live in Toronto. Canada, but I'm originally mm -hmm. from Bucharest, Romania, East Europe. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So can you tell me about your very, very beginnings? Like what, what made you start in SEO? Like what your, what, what, what was your first job? And like, take me there from the, from the beginnings to uh, until now. I guess I should start with the year 2000 when I first discovered the search engines and what they do. Uh, the first search engine I was introduced to was Yahoo and then Alta uh -huh. and was whatever was at hype at that moment. But I remember Alta Vista and Yahoo. Me Before too. That, I was using the internet, but I never was never seemed to be able to find what I needed for. Uh, only 30 years later, I think with ChatGPT, I'm able to find what I was looking for back then, but that's a topic to another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, I started experimenting with some websites, Jot, Cities, Front Page Express, but just that. 20, uh, 2006, 2007, I had my own job, uh, my own business, and I had no budget. So I had to learn how to build my own website. I, and through that, I learned also the SEO optimization techniques. Uh -huh. Titles, URLs, internal linking, external linking, how to craft a uh, press release, how to craft a blog post, headings, subheadings, and so mm -hmm. on, some basic stuff. Now, I wasn't probably as successful with that business, but the skills that I, I, I've acquired, I can't unlearn them. So I've uh. success successfully applied those to consulting other companies. And I believe back home in Romania, the first big client was an insurance company, insurance brokerage and actually teaching and training. So uh -huh. Consulting gig that I did as an SEO uh, professional. 
and that was sometime around 2010-2011. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's a long time ago. Okay, and what happened next? Then I've uh, opened up, uh, I've created the projects uh, on myself, for myself. They were somehow successful. Uh, they're not around anymore, but uh, I was the first, because I, the business I had was in the music industry. I had my own recording uh, studio and record label. Uh-huh. I was developing the first home recording community back home, and I have uh, did oh. the whole thing uh, affiliate-wise, although we didn't oh. have uh, affiliate affiliate possibilities back then in 2010, 2011, it was really hard. It was only just a... Uh, Mainly Amazon, I would say. Not Amazon, no, not even Amazon, especially in Romania. The, I, uh-huh. I don't know if they're shipping right now, but back then it was only a shop from Germany, Toman, I believe it is, and it was very difficult to get the affiliate links. Uh-huh. It was just starting out. But I've created the entire website, a couple of blog posts, I've written an ebook on the subject that you could get. Uh, so the lead gen, uh-huh. uh, lead generation uh, ebook that uh, people sign get it for free if they sign up to my email list and all the good stuff that any affiliate SEO uh, would have done back in 2011-2012. Yeah, this was also that time when I was creating websites, hoping to to earn from AdSense and and Amazon, and I think. Yeah, in my case, it was mostly Amazon affiliate links, but I was creating the sites in English, so so it was it was possible possible back back then. And uh, do you have an interest in affiliate sites? Do you have affiliate sites right now? I am running some affiliate sites. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I do not have the capacity. I don't have uh-huh. the bandwidth to uh, focus as uh, much as. A website like that is required because yeah. although we have automations, although we have uh, people that help us, nothing actually happens without doing the work. Yeah, yeah. And do those sites have a lot of traffic? Uh, some, so there, some of them are still back home and they get, I would say, decent amount of traffic. The uh-huh. ones uh, that I have here in North America for not for Canada specifically uh, does get some traffic. I was. Lucky enough that I've purchased some domains that had some <laughs> some authority and some backlinks. Uh-huh. So it already. was easy. I didn't check before. I, it was oh. just it was just the the regular um, the natural domain that I would purchase for such a business. And after that, like any <laughs> serious oh. SEO, after that I've checked and it didn't have many backlinks. So it brings up a lot of traffic, but it's a uh, basically how they call it peanuts so it okay. doesn't make enough revenue but it's a all i always come back to them and i always check and see if there's something else and i put them aside for some when I, whenever i'll have time to deal with those okay okay awesome so that was 2010 2011 and next it was like 10 years ago so what happens for in Black. the last 10 years i worked in still in the marketing field i work in media mostly uh, and then I moved to Canada. Mm-hmm. I've decided to get a job in the digital marketing space. And I was, I guess, one of the lucky ones that found a job sooner rather than later for uh-huh. a local agency here in Toronto that was uh, exclusively dedicated to serving the law industry in the United States. Uh-huh. So that's where basically I did uh, my was first interaction with the North American market 
and it was uh, a um, intense, intense interaction for almost four, four years. And I've learned mm-hmm. a lot because uh, I had the opportunity. I've seen it as as learning opportunities. We were not just serving clients, but also own and published a couple of big websites that were bringing a few million unique visitors a year. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, I had the opportunity to see that, to see a transition, to see a big migration, how a good, how a migration can go wrong, and also uh-huh. how my migration can go well if you actually know what you're doing. Yeah. And funny enough, the price was uh, the same. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> oh, definitely. Okay, so for the past four years or so, you were mostly focused on SEO and SEO audits, right? Yes, and for the past four years or so, I've decided that I'll do only SEO, uh, not focus so much on the website type of thing and focus exclusively on on SEO. Obviously, because I always saw any website that I'm working on as my own business, I always felt the need to correct the title, okay? This is not correct. URL is wrong. Why, why aren't you blinking internally? You have two, three blog, great blog posts. You have the keywords, you have the anchors there. You, you're not linking and all those things. So it came naturally to me. Yeah. So I was always uh, in, in love, I guess, with this craft. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So now, and now you, you are a freelancer, right? Like an no. independent consultant? At the moment, no. I work for an agency. Uh-huh. Okay. And I focusing... kind of missed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And focusing more on the uh, education, teaching, and uh, always learning. Okay, okay, always learning. So now let's talk a bit about SEO audits, because this is something we both like to do. Tell me about your... (laughs) We have all the time in the world. (laughs) Just kidding. Tell me about your process for SEO audits. Like, what do you like about SEO audits? Like like everything <laughs> i have a presentation and the first slide says i like to be audited said no one ever in any field especially seo but uh-huh. i i believe everything starts every solid campaign especially if it's new and if especially if it's been around for a while and it's new to you as the manager or the people the person who's handling it starts with a good thorough solid audit i like to see it as a you know if you have a, a smartwatch, I don't, but you know, some of the smartwatches say that you have a blood, high, high blood pressure, right? Yeah. It's or stress is too high. Okay. You go to your doctor <laughs> and you say, Hey, my, my uh, watch says that I have a high blood pressure. What's the first thing the doctor will do He's going to take your blood pressure. He's not going to rely on what the watch says. So that's kind of like the way I see it. I, myself i won't go as far as call myself an seo doctor of final means we are we are seo doctors i would say uh, sure <laughs> and seo tools are our watches that we have to interpret oh yeah. i don't have just one watch unfortunately i have yeah, me too. <laughs> other watches that i look for the first approach is i like to look and it's the most difficult thing is to look at any website from a uh, layman's perspective from a Mm -hmm. regular user's perspective try to resist as much as you browse not to explore the code not to inspect the element not to see okay what's going on is this a link or is not where is it going to is it opening in a new tab or just some basic stuff try to resist as much and this exercise by itself can bring up 
a lot of uh, a lot of issues or a lot of questions that you can further explore. You can spend easily even a day or two on a 50, 100 page website, website yeah. if you really, you know, it depends on, on what's going on. Obviously, each audit being different. But I like to start with the website first and then go to the Google. See what the Google, the search engine tells about the website. Because sometimes uh, I simply do a site column search and I, I discover that the website, especially with WordPress, the, web, the website was hacked. Uh, yeah, and it's a common had, one. <laughs> uh, it still has uh, page, hacked pages indexed. Even if it was fixed, still has some reminiscence in there. So many times, depending on the purpose of the audit, you don't even need to go further because yeah. um, the, let's put it, the, the sale happens right there and there. Hey, your website is hacked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would say your process is, is quite similar at this point. I also, when I land a new client, I always start with an in-depth SEO audit and which basically lays the ground for the entire SEO strategy for the next 12 months usually. And so this is like something that has to happen. And what you call becoming a user, I, I like to refer to this as manual review, which is basically the same. I browse the site on my mobile, mobile phone, I browse it on desktop and see if something kind of draws my attention. And very often at this point, I can already list a bunch of things that should be fixed. Is it the same with you? Like you instantly, you just open the site. Sometimes it's just five seconds. I open the site and I already see, okay, this, 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 that. <laughs> you already start to get a sense. As an SEO, I'm not a fan of a sli <laughs> slider, for example. Mm -hmm. um, I understand that they look nice. They look pretty and it has the uh, vanity impact overall. Mm -hmm. that some websites need to have, but the way we implement the slide, do you really need a 12 megabyte image or yeah. 4,000 uh, pixel wide uh, image on there? And you kind yeah. of like get a sense before putting it in any website testing, speed testing tool or, or those things, you kind of like get a sense of what's the problem. You also sense that if it on what platform it is and where to look for and so on. Yeah, okay, so the next step is Google. So for me, it's Google Search Console, like diving deep into what Google is telling me. And what tools do you use to crawl? Do you crawl the site with just one tool or do you fire up like five different crawlers and then compare? What is it with you? How many days did I, do I spend on Google Search Console <laughs> and jump from one item to, to the other? Um, it's interesting. And again, if you're passionate, I don't see it necessarily as work. Yeah, exactly. Usually it's good to look at it from different uh, perspective, each tool having its own like way point of view, basically. Yeah. They all more or less tell the same thing, but they tell it in a different way. Exactly. By default, Screaming Frog is the go-to tool. If I were to choose, probably... Mm. You one. only have one tool that you can use for the rest of the life. Your life, it will probably, hopefully be, hopefully that's not the case, but probably Screaming Frog because it's... For uh, me, that would be Google Search Console. <laughs> I don't consider Google Search Console as a tool per se. Okay, okay. In that case, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> Screaming Frog, yeah. Then uh, the I, I'm using the SEO Power Suit a lot, personally. All the other um, in the industry, SEMrush, Hrefs, uh, 
I like all my Ahrefs has this webmaster tool that you can use for, for free. And mm-hmm. by default, I add all the websites there as well because you can schedule um, weekly, weekly crawls, yeah, and all the good stuff. And especially if somebody else is uh, ha- having access or you know that they're doing stuff on that website, yeah, this is one of the things that uh, this these automation these weekly automation uh, reports will will bring up and i've found and discovered and i was able to uh to action on those items yeah. Yeah. i would say screaming frog and semrush uh, seo power suite myself and it depends on how big the website is uh, i've used in the past uh, sidebulb i know you are a fan of yeah uh, and for for big sites jet octopus right that one i haven't experimented myself uh-huh. yet i can tell you that so it's next on my list uh-huh. okay again bandwidth totally yeah with jet octopus it's great because it's i don't remember exactly but it can it can crawl like 100 maybe i'm wrong 100 pages per second urls per second or something like that maybe i'm wrong but like it is way way faster especially if you have like a desktop computer that isn't the fastest in the world. (laughs) Sometimes this is a cloud-based crawler. So sometimes it's way faster if you want to do it this way. Okay. uh, Yeah. No, I've uh, created a cloud. I actually did a video on how to set up a screaming frog on on Google Cloud because it makes it a little bit accessible and you can basically save, well, save, do a big crawl for... For nothing without investing on a solid computer because Google is yeah. quite generous on giving you like a hundred or two hundred dollars of uh, cloud credit you can uh-huh. use to set up a, a solid computer in the cloud. Yeah, I think I was I was doing audits like that when I was working uh, crawls like that when I was working at the agency, but now I I have a pretty fast Mac, so I'm like doing it all here. But regarding screaming frog. Can you tell me like some some tips, some some things you like to do with Screaming Frog that are like more than that are not that obvious that everyone is talking about? So probably you are executing JavaScript, you are running it in the cloud. What else is there that? I don't believe there's any tip I can share to you on Screaming uh-huh. Frog. It seems like whenever I watch you do something, a quick audit on YouTube, there's uh-huh. always I always uh, find something. Um, something else that I can implement in my audits. Uh-huh. Recently, I've been using more the uh, errors, re- error report from Screaming Frog as opposed to go somewhere somewhere else. It was uh-huh. always there. I've seen it, but only after I saw you doing it, I thought, okay, maybe I don't need into so many, go into so many details and just do it again somewhere else. This might be suffice. Uh-huh. Uh, so I wouldn't say there's anything, any tip that I would do for oh. Small to medium-sized businesses. You, I like Screaming Frog because you can basically see everything at a glance. Uh, it helps if there's some obvious errors, missing pages, still link to them, linking to HTTP. These things that can uh, basically create overall a better user experience. Yeah, yeah. I used to for a long time. I was ignoring all the issues that tools were reporting, like Screaming Frog or other tools just sticking with what I had, like my own checklist, but I started reviewing those those issues recently. And actually, this is not that bad. Of course, some of them do not make sense. Some of them are not that high priority. But in many cases, I was actually able to 
find something something else. But of course, I had to translate it into a more human SEO version for the client. But I find it pretty useful. And with Sidebulb, there is like a ton of documentation around every error. You have an error and then you can click and you go to the article and you can read the entire history of that issue. And you can actually like learn a lot if you... I, I actually learned a ton of technical things with just reading the annotations that Sidebulb has for every like Two issue. comments there. Yeah. Uh, one, as, as a fellow uh, SEO consultant of, uh, and friend of mine says, these tools, their main business is to tell you all the errors, to tell to make it more prominent that they actually are. So they're in business of telling you errors, even yeah. when there's not uh, what I would call an error. And second, with Cyborg, I remember uh, that this is how I discovered a totally new part of, <laughs> I didn't know that the website I was working uh -huh. on had like two, 3,000 extra pages uh, overall. I only discovered it with, with Cyborg. It was taking uh -huh. way too longer and I said, hmm, what's going on here? And then I've discovered so forth. And then I know I should uh, talk about, about learning and they do a pretty good job on uh, the education part as well, because I believe once you sign up, you get a series of emails that goes. Yeah, in that's, depth. that too. Yeah, I've, I've definitely learned a lot. And from, from that, I remember now emails from the founder and he actually replies because actually I'm testing it out. I, I've replied, hey, uh, so and so I don't uh -huh. remember what I asked. And he replied, yes, that's true. I think Patrick, it's Patrick, I think. I don't Maybe. remember. Yeah, but anyway, that's, that's nice. And the same with, with Jet Octopus. I think Julia is like personally responding to a lot of emails from what I remember. I know what I'm going to do after this. <laughs> this yeah. Episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Okay. So crawlers and um, anything specific about crawlers? Like do you, um, do you execute JavaScript for like the entire site? Do you like what's your process for, for JavaScript auditing? For the most websites that I've been auditing lately, being small to medium-sized businesses, that was not exactly the case. But sometimes mm -hmm. I execute. Um, it it depends on the size. Uh, yeah. From the user's perspective, how you call it, the manual review, you yeah. note if they have, for example, chatbots, they tend to somehow sometimes interfere with overall the uh, user experience or they have a pop-up or something like that run any kind of scripts. Some lawyers have a, or tax yeah. or accountants have a tax form calculator uh -huh. or something like that that can potentially create issues. So that's when I explore further. But I wouldn't... Uh, do more than it is required. And that uh -huh. comes during the initial assessment. Okay. Okay. So you, you, we did manual review. We crawled the site. We interpreted the results. And how do you like put your findings? Is it like an Excel spreadsheet? Is it like a Google document or presentation? Like, tell me. <laughs> Depends on who's looking at the report. If it's a client uh -huh. or a prospect. He simply loves big Excel spreadsheet that he has no idea what all those abbreviations uh -huh. mean. Okay. Um, I usually put them in an Excel spreadsheet with as much notes as possible mm -hmm. for me first. Then the audit is one thing. What you could discover is another thing, but actually getting your recommendations implemented or whatever the purpose of the audit is, making it happen, it's a 
completely different uh, set of skills that are required to do so. The presentation and so on. It requires some client services work. And again, it depends, right? If you do an internal audit on the website, big website that we're working on, it's a different, uh, different approach. That's mm -hmm. it. Always less is more. So there's always all the SEO templates, including yours, SEO audit templates, have mm -hmm. some form of a priority. Yeah. And start with the most prominent ones. As said in the beginning, sometimes if the website is hacked, you don't even need to go to, through yeah. all. You know what's high priority. Yeah. And all those things. But usually a document, I like to think that for small to medium-sized websites, you can actually fit everything into a single page that might have uh -huh. a chance somebody to look at it and especially action on it specifically. Uh -huh. Our okay. presentation is also, also the case and it depends if the audit includes also other aspects and not just the technicals, keywords, uh -huh. for example, or local positions and so on. Yeah, yeah. Because I have basically like two types of audits. One is like similar to you. I put an Excel spreadsheet with like checks, numbers, like that template that's, I think, quite famous. And the other one is, this is the checklist is more or less similar, but I put it in a Google document where there is like table of contents and with jump links. And I put actually a lot of explanation to each point, which is like manually written. There are screenshot examples, details one, detailed ones. And this is usually for like more, um, aware clients, clients that need a lot of explanation and clients that are going to implement the changes themselves. It's really like, of course, it depends on the type of audits and whether it's an in-depth one or a quick one. And talking about types of audits, like how much time do you spend? How much time have you spent on the biggest audit you have ever done? Or how much is it on average? You said like a day or two, like, tell me the, the, the ranges. <laughs> That's a tricky question. Depends on it. Depends, right? Like it depends. Many, uh, yeah, of course. Uh, I would say, if it's a, and you might need to do an audit for or a three or four page websites, right? Yeah. So that's that's and twenty that's minutes. A quick one. Minutes, maybe let's say even an hour. As you said, if you put uh, everything in documents, screenshots, and so on, that actually will take longer than doing the audit yourself, right? On that note, recently I've been using Figma a lot. It uh, we can create a template and then just upload it there with some. So that's that's one of the tips that I might share uh -huh. as well. They look, they look prettier. It's a little bit more in depth than Canva, uh -huh. and graphic designers like more like it more than Canva, basically. Okay, that's I the... haven't used that. Okay, okay. Um, then uh, I forgot my thoughts. How my how long? I've probably spent at least five dedicated days exclusively to a, to an audit so mm -hmm. yeah but it was a bigger bigger website uh, it was a publishing website which has its own special uh, special criteria uh, google news that's how i learned about <laughs> publishing uh -huh. SEO for publishers which is which is still seo but it's a different view it's a different approach you want approach a publishing website as you approach a small to medium-sized uh, website or yeah. an enterprise website. So I would say five days exclusively on, on an audit. Yeah, that's, 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 I think, more or less how, how I do it. I think the 
the longest it took me, I think it was one time, it was like more than 100 hours, but it was like a huge website. And I was like basically analyzing everything, uh, everything there was to analyze. Okay, so do you also offer the implementation of the audits? In case of smaller sites, it's usually not such, an, such a difficult thing to do. How is it with you? Yes, yes it depends because I work on an agency. Many of the things are implemented uh, from the on agent. agency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, again, it, it depends. It if depends. It's a small website, sometimes even the client uh, can go in and do it uh, himself, uh, himself if it's about titles and meta description and okay sometimes you just show them or send them some documentation how to add internal links on a wordpress website there are probably a billion uh, yeah. videos out there and some people are very proficient and you just show them once and then they know and then move on to the next thing and that's also good for them they don't waste time they don't waste budget and i get to move move on so again it depends yeah yeah, it depends. And some clients need a year to implement one title tag change. One year? So, oh. Yeah, yeah. I had such cases at the agency side. Like they were like, yeah. No, I mean, one year in a sense, oh, so fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very fast. Yeah. One of the fastest ones. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So how do you make sure? How do you increase the chances of your recommendations of getting implemented? What are your top tips? Should a video show the client how to do it? What else? Good uh, thing that you brought the video audits because sometimes that's I found that that's the faster way, fastest way of uh, actually sending and incorporating yeah. everything into a video. And funny enough, I I never thought about it <laughs> when you asked me before, but I've been doing some of these quick tips, quick video audits. Sometimes, mm -hmm. and it depends, right? If I, I've been doing some consulting for, for a friend, so for, for somebody that I know, also family member, so I didn't charge him, but I didn't want to spend that much money as well. So I just uh, recorded a 30 minutes, 40 minutes, quick tips, quick SEO audit scan, similar to uh, the ones that you did, you do on your, your YouTube uh, channel uh -huh. as well. And uh, I wouldn't be much of a marketer if I wouldn't recommend anybody who's listening and watching right now not to subscribe to your channel. Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to publish more of those SEO audits because I think this is like the one thing people love the most on, on the channel. Like all the other things that they like as well, but audits, like they always get the most views. <laughs> and especially people who have, uh, there's this concept of skin in the game. Uh, business owners who have small to medium sized websites, uh, they don't have a budget to hire an SEO consultant, but even if they get one thing, one tip from a one hour video or 30 minute video that they can implement today and that will give them just put them on top of the next competitor then that yeah. can mean i don't know uh, you can't always go for number one but even if you're like number eight and you become number seven in a small market uh, can mean significantly increase in your revenue from organic yeah yeah sure like one thing i keep talking about and i keep finding uh, are low quality internal links like read more and just changing that globally can really have such a huge impact on the entire site i've seen such cases when just just getting rid of read more links and making titles links made the site like go like this so i <laughs> yeah, know that 
I know that you emphasize a lot and yeah. <laughs> funny enough, whenever I see on the website right now, I feel like you should have an app or something like that. Whenever you find a read more link, <laughs> your, uh, yeah. your uh, <laughs> icon or something, a picture of you, so you say, no, not read more, not good. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, something like <laughs> exactly. that. And I, I become more aware since, since I've been watching you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. And how do you, how do you teach, uh, how do you learn? First, how do you learn about get about SEO audits? How to do them more efficiently? What's your process? How do you stay up to date? Do you take courses? Have you taken any courses? By the hard way, usually. Uh, I think I've went into audits because something was not working and I didn't know what, so I had to learn. I was looking. Okay, the technicals are. Is everything okay? From the user standpoint, is everything working? Is it nice? Is it uh, presentable? Does it have enough EEAT uh, and so on? And then I've discovered that I like to uh, go deep and you know yeah. uh, dissect, I guess, and yeah. pinpoint stuff. Um, I have a saying that's also in my slide: a saying that I live for during my life by Cardinal Richelieu. Go something like: if you give me two lines written by the most honest of men. I'll find something in there to get him hanged. So oh, basically, yeah. you'll find something on any website. Yeah, even, exactly. Even, so and some some major ones. So we're not talking about a, an extra space or a comma or not a link. Something like very big and very obvious from um, other SEO gurus or uh, leaders in the industry. Yeah, yeah. That's the reality. But of course, not all the things are the same. I like to tell people that. This Google will always try to show their users the best possible answer for that query. So that's it. You learn SEO. Here we go. One of the most valuable companies on the planet, billions of dollars a year from search, and we crack the code. And I oh. think, like you were saying, and, and I think that I should also shoot a video and audit my own website because I know that there will be oh. things to point out as well. <laughs> so th that may be an interesting one as well. Yeah, because, yes. yeah. You asked <laughs> me how I learn. Obviously, the hard yeah. way by doing it. Also reading, staying up to date, courses, uh, videos. There have been many great shows and videos and sessions with SEO audits uh, created by our mutual friends that uh -huh. enable people like me to learn and always discover something like that. And I remember those, uh, I will dissect my site or something like that. It, it had a name, a series of, of uh, toast, roast my site or toast my site. Uh -huh. Something like that, a series of uh, workshops, of webinars, I believe uh -huh. from SEMrush. And um, yeah. They had three or four experts uh, doing quick audits, and I've learned so much just just from that because you don't get to see just one perspective. And if they, if uh, because they were doing so many in such a short time, they were actually uh, pointing out what's important and what to look for. And from two or three videos, you could learn so so many things from something like that. But as always, what usually when it hurts, that's when you start to learn. So I started by uh, in internally auditing the, uh, the properties that my company was uh, managing and operating. And then started from there. Articles, talking to peers, watching people uh, such as yourself. <laughs> awesome, so thanks. And talking about SEO courses, 
I am like creating now one. I am building a community all around SEO audits, but it's of course it's taking me way, way more time than I supposed it would take me. So I hope it is going to, to happen in the first half of this year, 2023. What about you? I said the same thing sometime in 2021. <clears throat> uh -huh. I actually recorded the course. Uh, it's the second version, V2, and it's beta testing. Right now, I'm getting the feedback, and mm -hmm. you guessed it, it's about SEO audits. Uh, doing an SEO audit, presenting an SEO audit, and recording and teaching a course on SEO audits are two separate set of skills that yeah. don't necessarily are linked one with with the other exactly and i believe i'm by recording a course i'm the one who's learning the most yeah yeah i think jason barnard uh, said the same thing he recently uh, did create a course as well and this is also what he said that he learned so much about what what the course is about during the course creation and i can say the same with me I, I want to create something and then, oh, I have to read more about this. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I have to watch this, that. And actually, like, yeah, this is a course for me on doing SEO audits. Of course, it's uh, it's growing. It's yeah, about and, growing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, what platform are you using uh, for Udemy. the course? Udemy. Udemy. Yes, okay. it's my go-to platform. It's accessible. It has its own, uh, uh, its own uh, audience. Uh, most people in the SEO industry, from beginners, juniors to experiments, have an account there, so it's easy to to yeah, enroll. Probably, yeah. Uh, when will it be available for the public? If I said this in 2020 or 2021, it will be the first part of this year. Uh, then <laughs> I wouldn't lie anymore. Okay. Okay. I see. Okay, any final thoughts about SEO audits? Maybe one more question. Uh, can you recall some, one of the weirdest things you spotted during one of your audits? Something that was like totally unexpected. I said, uh, at the beginning, I've discovered a couple of, <laughs> some good 2000 something pages that, uh, that the website I was working on and I've been work, I was working for uh, a couple of weeks already. And you didn't know that those pages existed. Yes, I was. But were they like in a subdomain, or were they no, like no, on the orf website. orphan pages? Yeah, uh, almost orphan pages. They were one link to the first one. It was a series of um, okay. of tips. But instead of having consolidated tips on a single page, they chose to publish even one sentence tip on a separate on uh, page uh, on a on a on a page with the note that I was uh, I was not doing the. SEO optimization on that website. I was mostly like publishing and updating and consolidating uh -huh. other content. And at one point, something was not working. I said, okay, let me run a crawl. Uh, I was using okay. probably sidebar biting right now. And I discovered, okay, what, what's this? Okay, oh, now we're, now I know. And then I started to paint the bigger picture. So SEO audits didn't happen just by, uh, just like that. For me, it was a series of uh, actions that I took that, mm -hmm. uh, uh, ended in uh, me loving this this part of the SEO craft. And one of the weirdest things, there are many weird things. I've discovered something that uh, probably you don't want to see uh, images or pictures uh, or information available uh, 
for uh-huh. whoever might be doing site crawl, uh, a site column, uh, uh-huh. all ad. indexed. Uh, and okay. with, in spreadsheets, you could download the spreadsheets, so you don't need to <laughs> do any other work and all those things. Uh, but uh, yeah, those were basically the main things. Okay. Nothing okay. spectacular, nothing that would uh, say, oh my God. No, but one thing I would say is uh, mm-hmm. during the audits, we discussed there are many aspects of why a website would perform well. It's not just one thing. Yeah. Server matters a lot. And some people pay $20 a year and they expect good results. <laughs> and I was uh, surprised to see a big website that was uh, on a uh, very, very cheap uh, uh, uh-huh. option for for. Uh, yeah for the regarding hosting. yeah regarding those cheap hosts very often you will see in google search console cross stats report that there are those uh, robots text uh, fetch there are three types of reports dns connection and something else i don't remember and very often with cheap hosts you will see that something was not necessarily okay for the entire time and at least i had a few such cases Okay. Any any comments? Uh, it's uh, it's amazing. I've been uh, devouring and consuming all the mm-hmm. uh, information you've put out there for the past couple of uh, couple of months, up to a year already. Yeah, I believe. yeah. I think on YouTube, yeah, that. around a year, less than a year. Yeah, but I still make so many newbie mistakes when it comes to YouTube podcast video, like quality there is still so much for me to learn and this is like a separate skill it, it doesn't yeah. matter that i know seo auditing <laughs> they have to also like at least have basic understanding of those other pieces that are necessary and the same with seo course definitely different set oh, of skills yeah okay so let's let's close the topic of audits and now something more personal what does your normal day look like? You wake up, you start learning SEO. <laughs> and... <Of course. laughs> Tell me. Each, I like to think that each day is different when it's not. Mm-hmm. I, uh, In terms of I wake up, uh, I try to allocate some personal time, reading, answering emails, probably learning. I like to learn in the morning at most. Mm-hmm. And then doing the SEO optimization stuff. Starts okay. with what's urgent. Some fires need to be put up immediately. Uh, some reporting, some uh, prospecting, uh, some content review, some new opportunities to identify all the good stuff, keyword research, link reviews, uh, content reviews, and so on. That's basically what a day looks like. I try to schedule them as much as I can. Mm-hmm. It's not always happening the way I set them up, but I can only imagine it happen or more specifically, how would they not happen if you don't plan for them as much as you can in advance? Yeah, sure. And do you work remotely? Do you miss going to office? I guess it's been a blessing in disguise, I guess, for working from home. Uh, Going to the office has its own uh, benefits, per se. 
we're humans, so we need the human interaction, not just the live one, the uh, virtual one. We need mm-hmm. the actual live one. So, uh, I, I, there's a saying: when you don't have what you want, you better uh, uh, yeah, yeah. enjoy. I know. It. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I think they like to say homebody. So I totally. I couldn't like go to the office and I don't miss it at all. Like this is, this is the place to be, to leave my home <laughs> and oh. my computer. <laughs> I'm so focused uh, on my work sometimes that it doesn't really matter where I am. It's basically the same yeah. thing. My screen tends to be kind of like the same regardless of what's Location, going on you're, yeah. behind me. And do you go to SEO conferences? Are you going to... Like... I've attended some virtual ones. Once I came to Canada, it was more um, uh, accessible for me to go to some local ones. Uh, the biggest one I've been to was not an SEO conference. It was a WordCamp work for WordPress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a fan of WordPress. And uh, I had the opportunity to learn a lot and interact with uh, some knowledgeable people that actually really know what they're doing and they're like truly expert mm-hmm. in, in the field of SEO. Uh, I didn't know many things can be done that fast, that cheap, and at uh-huh. a scale without uh, attending in these in-person meetings. And for 2023 and beyond, my plan is to start being more active, if not in the office, at least in person at some conferences. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So tell me now, what do you think is the area of SEO people should be focusing on now? right now like more uh, i guess probably AI. leveraging uh, the partnership they have with their best virtual assistant which is yeah. ai and chat gpt how to i won't say uh, be perfect but how to leverage its use at most for your specific need needs yeah i see him as an extension if I expect him to do my work, then I think I'm on, off to a wrong start. Yeah. But as I use some rank tracking tools and I don't take pen and paper and put in my keyword and I say, okay, position one is this website, <laughs> title, meta description. Okay. Who's position two and so on. No, I use tools that monitor this and send me into a spreadsheet. I, I see chat GPT and the likes because I assume mm-hmm. more will, will, will come soon is also something like this, an extension that will help me scale and perform even better than than, uh, I anticipated. Yeah, be more efficient. Yeah. And I, to be honest, like I enrolled on a bunch of different courses around AI on Coursera, like I don't know how, how many I enrolled right now, eight or more. And I'm going to go through all of them because I feel that I have like basic understanding, basic, very basic of coding, of AI, very, very basic one. But I feel that this is something I need like a deep, very deep understanding of to be able to perform in the years to come. So we'll see how it goes. Keep your fingers crossed. (laughs) Definitely. We'll need more than uh, just uh, opening and closing tags in HTML. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so where can people find you? What's the best place? Probably my website, emmanuelp.com, E-M-A-N-U-E-L-P.com and uh-huh. at emmanuelp986 on all your favorite social media platforms. 
Okay. And on your website, I haven't seen it. Do you like publish SEO knowledge there? Depends on when you're watching at the moment. The current okay. website that's live as of out. today is uh, the one I used for the course. Okay. I exp because it has so many issues that it was actually a great example that I could <laughs> use oh. for mine. Um, I'm nice. working on a separate uh, version that should be launched from the day that we're recording this no, no longer than a week. And mm -hmm. that one should be a little bit, first of all, more presentable and more in-depth. And I'll try to focus more on creating content for my website. I'm one of those guys that kind of like neglected me and my website for the longest. I always That's... like had a website, but never actually put into it. But I try to add more yeah. stuff to it. And because it's my website, I, I also share stuff that's outside of the digital marketing and mm -hmm. SEO perspective uh, because it's my website yeah, and it's you about can me share whatever and, you want and that but I'll I'll be definitely focusing more on creating great content video blog posts uh, and all the good stuff okay okay awesome so it was very nice talking to you thank you for for sharing your knowledge about SEO audits and sharing your SEO story my pleasure and I said a privilege. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So thank you. Thank you once again. And thank you, everyone. And see you in the next episode of SEO Podcast by SEO Sly. Bye-bye. Don't forget to like, subscribe, yeah. and hit the notification button. And yeah, leave a and comment. Let us know what you think about this episode. That's awesome. I always forget to say that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My pleasure.